Yesterday was a meeting day for Kamloops City Council, and as per usual, after a council day, I am pleased to welcome to the show now the mayor of Kamloops, Mr. Ken Christian. Ken, how are you doing here today? Very good. Thank you, Jeff. Good. Well, thanks as always for the time, and let's uh, dig into a little bit of yesterday's council meeting. Uh, on a positive note, it uh, looks like the city has seen a, a pretty good increase in the number of business licenses being approved here over the course of this pandemic, actually seeing a bit of an increase in 2020 compared to what we saw in 2019. Um, just, I guess, does this show a little bit of resiliency within the business community in response to COVID-19 throughout the course uh, of this past year? I mean, I did not expect us to see an increase in businesses in this community, but that appears to be what we're seeing. Yeah, so uh, we did uh, issue just over 600 uh, new business licenses last year. It's up from 580 or so, about a 3.5% increase. Uh, and I think what we've seen is a shift uh, because a large number of those were home-based businesses. So uh, what they're anticipating in our uh, Development Engineering and Sustainability Office is that uh, there are a number of people moving to Kamloops and now being able to work remotely. So they are taking out uh, business licenses and they're getting away from uh, high traffic congestion and high uh, uh, housing prices in the lower mainland and uh, finding Kamloops as a very attractive uh, alternative to be able to work from and play from. When you see those kinds of trends, does that alter the way the city might go about doing some future planning, knowing that more and more individuals are working from home? You know, it, it's going to uh, alter our uh, urban infrastructure in a lot of ways. I think, uh, you know, issues related to parking and transit and commercial uh, rental space, that's all going to change. Uh, the question is uh, the degree to which it's going to change. So I think we have to, uh, you know, get past the pandemic and see what that new normal looks like and then uh, alter our planning accordingly. Um. One thing that did seem to get quite a bit of discussion yesterday, uh, even though it didn't end up passing, I believe it was Councillor Arjun Singh had brought forward a motion to talk about businesses who had had some space taken away as a result of the recent circuit breaker restrictions. Uh, places like, you know, maybe a yoga studio, right, who, who hasn't able to host a class anywhere because of these restrictions. And there was talk about maybe waiving some fees uh, for park space to be able to gather in some fashion outdoors. Uh, council ultimately deciding not to move ahead with this. But I guess is this something that could be looked at into the future if we were to, I'm, I'm crossing my fingers we don't see this, but if we were to see even a further extension of these circuit breaker restrictions, could this be a discussion that comes back before council if, if we see this go longer than where we are right now? You know, everybody on council wants to help. Uh, it's just a question of where the most effective place to provide that help is. And uh, in the case in question, uh, you know, waiving an $18 a day uh, fee for park rental uh, just to make sure that they're not uh, uh, double rented, uh, I think is relatively small. And I don't think that will be the make or break uh, decision for a business. Uh, but uh, there there are certainly other ways that we can, and I think our, our sidewalk uh, program mm -hmm. has really uh, shown a lot of benefits. And, you know, we managed to reduce our taxes for business and for homeowners. Uh, that's going to provide a benefit. Uh, you know, we have uh, been looking at uh, different ways in, in terms of uh, our transit restart and, and those kinds of things. Now we see free transit for uh, those under 12 years of age. 
uh, coming this fall. So, you know, those are kinds of supports that we have in place. And, and uh, I think uh, the one uh, that sort of fell short of the mark yesterday was the, the notion of waiving uh, those fees for uh, park space because there's a, there's a whole uh, infrastructure behind that would that would have been disrupted. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think the conversation was, was an important one to have, but... <clears throat> excuse me, just uh, th- thought it was worth bringing up just the fact that Council is looking at to coming up with some new creative solutions to try to help the community uh, and the business community here in Kamloops. Um, uh, one thing that was, I think, uh, really needs to be touched on here, and I know that there is now the final round of public consultation for the uh, uh, climate action plan that the city is putting forward here. So the staff projecting a 70% reduction in emissions by 2050 if this plan is followed, but right now it's the public consultation process. So so how important is it right now to, to have people get on, maybe read the full 100-page document if they can, and provide some in, input here, um, and, and, you know, the city looking to finalize this by the summer here, right? So not a ton of time, I believe, between now and when that consultation comes to an end. What, what are you hoping to see? What are you hoping to hear from people? Well, you know, first of all, uh, I mean, the Climate Action Plan was uh, an excellent document. Uh, it reflected uh, at least three years of work from our uh, sustainability office, and it has really leading-edge notions in it. And so uh, I think uh, the consultation thus far has been uh, from environmental groups that are really have been supporting a lot of the initiatives that are included in there, especially the big moves. I think what we need to hear from now is the general public that are going to be paying for a lot of these things and uh, we need to hear from the development community, the home builders, the chamber of commerce, uh, those organizations that uh, you know are going to be looking at this uh, against all of the other priorities that they have. So, you know, there's uh, it's kind of like a menu in a restaurant. Everything on the menu looks really good, but you really should only order one or two items and uh, you know, I think we need to be able to uh, prioritize these eight big moves and uh, then uh, look at how we would fund those so that the Camelops can be a leader in a couple of areas uh, in terms of uh, environmental uh, management and and, uh, uh, climate change. And so that, I think, is an approach that I would support. The plan will be back before council for final approval in June. So uh, there is a couple of months now, albeit, uh, you know, we're in this sort of stilted consultation phase because we can't have open houses and public meetings. But, uh, you know, there is certainly our Let's Talk website and there are a lot of Zoom opportunities to weigh in on this. And uh, I uh, give full marks to uh, both uh, the sustainability office and the planning office for the way that they've approached public consultation for both the climate action plan as well as the North Shore plan. Um, yesterday, of course, uh, a busy day at City Council, and, and I'm sure it was difficult to pay attention to what was going on elsewhere in the province, but we did have, of course, the provincial budget come down yesterday. Um, I don't even know how much you can really say about it at this point, probably because you were focused on what's going on municipally, not so much uh, provincially yesterday. But what I did talk to our MLAs yesterday, they mentioned for them, I know they're the opposition, so they always have a bit of a negative tone when it comes to these, but uh, they said there was no money in the budget for a cancer care center, which has been promised in Kamloops for a really long time, and and no real funding in there for new schools in the community. Uh, I was just curious if you had any sort of instant reaction to the provincial budget yesterday. Was there anything you were maybe hoping to see and are, are disappointed that it's not in there? Is that cancer care center something that you wanted to hear more about? Uh, where, where do you stand with the provincial budget? 
Yeah, so uh, it was a busy day at council yesterday. I think we were in session for over seven hours uh, yesterday, and uh, the uh, budget came out at 2 o'clock. The, the one thing that I think is positive is uh, that notion of uh, free public transit for uh, those uh, people under 12 years of age, and I, I think it's good on a number of uh, bases, and most importantly, it will inculcate behaviors to use public ha- uh, transit in the youth of our community, and I think that's the biggest thing that we can do and and uh, that will help us uh, in generations to come uh, but there was uh, uh, 500 uh, million dollars for mental health and addictions and that is desperately needed uh, on the streets of Kamloops and elsewhere and so I think that's good news uh, I, I think uh, I would have liked to have heard more about the complex care uh, piece and and uh, I understand that to be coming a little bit later uh, and uh, yeah the cancer care uh, in the um, uh, Royal Inland Hospital uh, is tied to the phase three development so I wouldn't have necessarily expected to see you know money for a building when we haven't really uh, put the planning together for what kind of building how big how much is the contribution from uh, the BC Cancer Agency and the uh, Provincial Health Services Authority and how much is the contribution from Interior Health so you know that I, I think would have been a, a bit of a premature ask but uh, uh, the school situation I think is important especially uh, as we look at the new schools that are going to be required in the southwest sector in the Aberdeen area a couple of elementary schools and and a secondary school up there uh, that would have been uh, you know uh, good to see the planning dollars for that included Absolutely. Well, we'll continue to kind of dig through that budget. We got a a lot of time left before we understand all of what's in there, I'm sure. Uh, Earlier this week, you took a tour downtown with the CAP team here um, with the KCBIA. Uh, Just what did you gain from that experience? I see more councillors are starting to take that tour and it seems to be providing a a little bit of a, a, a nice snapshot of kind of what the CAP team has to deal with and what, you know, business owners have to deal with downtown on a daily basis. Uh, just what did what did you take away from that tour downtown with the cab team? I believe it was on Monday you went out there, and did you see anything that was maybe surprising or shocking at all to you? Uh, no, n- n- nothing shocking. I mean, uh, I make it my business to uh, walk the alleys uh, at least once a week and, and out and about around our office. So, uh, you know, I, I'm kind of familiar with some yeah. of the haunts there. But, uh, you know, this is important work that the CAP team are doing on behalf of the uh, downtown businesses. And, uh, you know, they're keeping uh, the uh, streets uh, clean and, and safe. And they're also helping uh, those in crisis, uh, you know, they have uh, countless interactions with uh, street-affected individuals and point them in the right direction towards the kind of supports that they need, and and I think that's good. Uh, They also help uh, business in terms of uh, providing advice as to, you know, where there are uh, hot spots in terms of uh, people congregating and and that kind of thing, and and, uh, uh, advice on SEPDED, you know, that uh, trying to get rid of those alcoves and, and corners that become uh, uh, refuge for uh, clandestine behaviors. So, you know, they're they're uh, out there and uh, they're the eyes and ears on the street and they are linked to our community services officers and our community services officers are linked to the police. So, you know, all in all, it's it's part of a network that we have in place and, and uh, it's, it's sad that we need it. But uh, I think, uh, you know, this is a, a responsible uh, approach to dealing with, uh, you know, this problem and 
until we can get more permanent solutions. Ken, I think that's probably all the time we have at this point, but I always appreciate you coming on the show. Thanks so much for digging into a bunch of different subjects here, and we'll, we'll do it again soon, but enjoy the rest of your Wednesday. Thank you very much. All right, thank you. That's Mayor of Kamloops, Mr. Ken Christian, always uh, providing some good insight about what's going on around the Kamloops City Council table and providing some other insights as to what's going on in, in other areas of the city as well. And just to go back on that climate action plan, it is open now for public consultation. I'll be digging into that a little bit later on this week.